Welcome to the Freight Broker Bootcamp audio experience, and I'm your host, Dennis Brown. Today, I'm going to share with you what exactly you need to say as a freight broker when a shipper tells you that their freight is customer routed. Now, if you're new to the business, or if you've been in the business for an extended period of time, you've probably heard this objection or this condition. Hey, our freight is customer routed. And there's a few reasons why you hear this. And I'm going to start with first, what is customer routed? Now, what does customer routed mean? It means that the company that you are calling, the business that you are calling does not control the freight bills. They do not select the providers. They do not negotiate the rates. They do not determine who is going to move the freight off of their docks. So they have no control. That means that the other party that is usually purchasing, typically purchasing the product, controls the freight. That means you have to find them or identify them in order to service them. So in some cases, it's a condition that that shipper is giving you, um, letting you know that, you know, there's nothing you can really do. You're wasting your time. It could also be what I call a smokescreen objection. Some shippers, traffic managers, transportation managers, shipping managers have realized that when they say that to a broker, that the broker will immediately hang up the phone and it's a quick way for them to get off the phone. So those are the two conditions when, when shippers say it. In most cases, I would say that shippers that say they're customer routed are being genuine and that you need to identify who their, who their customers are and or you, know, you need to knock on some different doors. Now, I'm going to give you three questions. Actually, there's three questions that I want you to ask in the event that a shipper tells you that the freight is customer routed, okay? So number one, this is very, very simple. I want you to lean in here, okay? Number one, what you need to ask them is, okay, great. So what do you do and how do you handle your inbound freight? Now, what I mean by that is if they are a manufacturer, or a distributor of a product, a physical product, then what happens is in order to put that product together, they're either, they need raw material and they need, they need product, they need raw material from other providers. So for example, let's say that they are assembling a computer, okay? Let's say that they're assembling a computer, just a hypothetical. They sell computers, but they don't make all the parts of that computer. They purchase that from other providers. And so that would be inbound freight and they would then typically control that freight. So what you need to do is you need to ask them, what do you do with your inbound freight? What do you do with your raw materials, right? Because that's something that they may not have thought of. You're only thinking, they were only thinking about outside customer routed. What about your inbound freight, your raw materials that you use that you purchase from other providers. Number two, what do you do when you have an intercompany freight movement? What do you do when you have to ship something to another one of your facilities? It's a movement that they absolutely control because it's going from one location that they control to another location they control. That's another good question, okay? And number three is, have you ever had a situation where one of your customers has had difficulty or delays in getting the freight picked up from your dock? In most cases, they're going to say yes. 
So your secondary follow-up question on that, how do you handle that? And do you think there would be an opportunity where we might be able to help you with that? So again, you know, the last question here is, have you ever had a situation where one of your customers had challenges or delays in getting the freight picked up off your dock? Because you got to understand, if a shipper has a significant delay in getting their product off their dock and out of their warehouse, it slows down their entire supply chain, their shipping, it clogs up the wheel. And so the quicker that, that that shipper can get the freight off their dock, they can move more freight in, okay? So so they want they want their customers to move that freight quickly. So that can be challenging. So that's a good question to ask. So I'm gonna review those three questions really quick. Number one, ask what they do with their inbound freight, the freight, the raw material that they're purchasing. Number two, what do they do with intercompany movements? And number three, have they ever had a customer that's had significant delays or issues or challenges getting the freight off their dock? And if so, um, what happens in that situation and how might you be able to support them and their customers, right? So those are the three questions you ask. Now, this is not a magic bullet, but it is a great way to start a real dialogue and differentiate yourself from the competition as well as, you know, to convert that time and energy into a potential ROI. So you're going to listen to the answer to those questions and then you're going to respond uh, and move the, the sales process along, hopefully, but through that differentiation and hopefully through that process, you're able to build some rapport, develop some sort of a relationship and identify a possible opportunity uh, now or in the future, okay? And then last but not least, this should not be a one call, one and done type of call. This is something that even if you get the answers to these questions and they say they're customer routed and there's not a lot of opportunity right now, my suggestion to you would be to do a three to six month follow-up because just because they're saying that today doesn't mean they won't change their view in the future. When supply chains change, uh, when there's disruption in the industry, when there are issues, a lot of times shippers will switch from customer routed to controlling the freight because again, sometimes shippers are asking them for help and support in getting that freight off the dock, okay? So that's my, those are my three or four tips that I suggest to you. But again, you are going to run into the, into the condition that, or what some people call an objection, which is my freight is customer routed. And that's exactly how you can handle it. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. If you are curious about becoming a freight broker or a freight agent, and you're just not quite sure where to start, you're getting a lot of good information on YouTube and Google, but you just can't connect all the dots. Let me know and make sure you check out FreightBrokerBootCamp.com. We've trained over 10,000 students, been in business over a decade. I've personally done over $200 million as a freight broker, and we offer a 60-day, 100% unconditional money-back guarantee. So if you're curious about becoming a freight broker, freight agent, FreightBrokerBootCamp.com. Truly appreciate you being here. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. I'm humbled that you allowed me to be a part of your day. Now subscribe to the podcast so we can do this more often. And for those of you that take the next 15 to 30 seconds to rate and review the podcast, thank you so much. I greatly appreciate it. And who knows, maybe we'll give you a shout out on a future episode.